0: You are listening to Baltimorons. The home of the All Weather fan. My name is Sam Dingman. This is Alan Smith. Let's get a muy Stupido. Baltimorons. Hello,
1: Baltimoreans.
0: How are y'all doing? What's this? What's this? There's always
1: magic everywhere. <laughs>
0: You mean you mean because uh, we only took one week off instead of eight months? Or are you talking about uh, our recent series victory over a team that has only lost nine games? I'll tell you
1: what, Sam. Not only have they only lost nine games coming in, but they were putting up something crazy like six point something runs uh, per game away from home. And they scored four the entire series against this suddenly like... Incredibly resurgent Baltimore Orioles pitching staff
0: does not make yeah. any sense. Does not make any because sense. they came because they came to Dean Kramer's house <laughs> and dinner was not served.
1: <laughs> yeah, he Daddy had,
0: Dean the, the, the was Orioles, not cooking. The Orioles' um, pitching
1: rotation this year has they had a couple of those games, right, where they 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 really look like they're not going to get out of the first inning, or things are going to go absolutely... Like Rodriguez has had a couple of these. Uh, excuse me, Gandalf has had a couple of these. Um, and <laughs> Thank you. I didn't know who you were talking about <laughs> until
0: you corrected and,
1: uh uh And Kramer had like, what was it? Like two walks and uh, some, some uh, long fly balls, but then mm-hmm. just settle mm-hmm. in, man. Ben, Mowing down Rays.
0: Mowing yeah. them down. Dean Kramer, I don't know if you saw this, Alan Smith. Dean Kramer was throwing 97 miles per hour and rocking the tight little man bun. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. (laughs) Oh yeah. Dean Kramer heartthrob
1: of the American league East. So I know that every single Orioles fan who has been um, paying any attention um, to, to this season will already be well aware of, of the next topic that we need to get into here, Sam. But, um,
0: when we recorded, <laughs> they can see it coming
1: two weeks ago. Uh, mm-hmm. Whatever Yannir Cano was doing at that moment was yes. rising to the level of, "Hey, maybe this is almost as good a punchline as Henry Erudia has been for your Baltimoreans <laughs> for many, many years." Like this is clearly a journeyman who's not going to amount to much. All of a sudden, <laughs> we turn around and. You've seen the stats. Not only is your boy um, leading every conceivable major league category for pitchers, not only has he not been scored on at all this season over, I believe it's closing in on 18 innings, not only is his whip 0.16 thus far, yes. but yes. He, he he is making a serious case to replace what I thought was our strength in the pitching rotation coming in this year, which is Felix Bautista as closer, discuss.
0: Yeah, this is a uh, this is a spicy topic, and I want to acknowledge that uh, everybody should have some some celery and blue cheese on hand because uh, we're going to get into it. Um, all right, listen. First, I think it's funny to say um, that we've seen Yanir Cano's stats because there's barely anything to see. <laughs> <laughs> Zeros across the board. Like, I think his his whip, as you said, is .16, which is one of the few stats in his line where there are non-zero numbers. Except for that inning number, which just keeps ticking right. up. Right, right. And the strikeouts. Yeah. It's insane. And look, obviously, uh, his ERA is not going to be zero for the entire season. But if these trends continue... <laughs> <laughs>
1: You do You never so, watch The Simpsons. I'm sorry, Baltimoreans. Here is a dirty, dirty secret about Sam Dingman. You never oh, no. watched The Simpsons, oh, no. <laughs> um, which you should feel free to to throw um, flaming piles of poop through his window. But there is
0: a reoccurring. I've seen. Uh, I've seen. I've seen the Mr. Plow episode. No, no. <laughs> I just a... know the song. I just know the song. <laughs> there is a reoccurring character uh, named
1: Disco Steve in um, in in The Simpsons, and at one point, Disco Steve says. Uh, in 1976, disco record sales were up 700%. If these trends continue, <laughs> you know,
0: See, I appreciate can his I optimism. Say something?
1: And I think that it's a realistic take for us with Yanni yeah. Why not be the first player to ever go through an entire season giving up one hit? Why not become the first major league reliever? To uh go from being a uh, career 5.8 ERA to uh
0: goose <laughs> eggs for the rest of the season. Listen, I'll I'll do you one better. I think we we uh misnicknamed him in our nip- nickname episode. I think his nickname should be Disco Kano. <laughs>
1: Disco Kano. Uh also I I just I just massively underestimated his career ERA. <laughs>
0: Oh no! Oh, no, don't tell me that. Don't tell me that. I did. Didn't he walk like sixteen in eighteen innings, or, or something? Well, in terrifying like that last year. With the Twins
1: last year, in ten games, he gave up fourteen earned runs. That's a
0: lot. <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> that
0: that is a yeah. very that is a very large number. I am seeing here uh, last year that his walks per nine in two thousand twenty one was ten point four. Wow! Wow! What? So okay. Um But you know what it is this year? Zero point zero.
1: <laughs> <laughs> joke, joke, jokes aside, Sam. Let's get serious for a
0: moment here. What is happening? <laughs> How is like what is... How can is... we get serious when these stats are so patently ridiculous? <laughs> That's true. They That's are a good ridiculous. <laughs>
1: it's really fun to look at his. It's really fun to look at his splits too, because it's zero zero zero, and then it's zero
0: zero zero. <laughs> Right, right. Ah, well, clearly he's benefiting from the platoon advantage. Nope. No one can hit off Yanir (laughs) Cano. There's just nobody that can do it. Good luck, Mike Trout. Good luck, Shohei Otani. We'll see what happens. (laughs) But, like, I I don't understand what's happening.
1: Um, And I thought that this is not a thing that could happen in baseball. I thought baseball was the game where, like, you know, you could go on – like hot streak runs in the NBA when suddenly you're scoring like 30 points more than your average for a couple of games or, you know, you can have a couple, like I I didn't think this is a thing that was supposed to happen in the major leagues where somebody uh, like didn't just jump a level, but appears to have jumped seven or eight levels. From um, yeah. journeyman, also considered in a trade for Lopez last year to um, you couldn't pay the Orioles enough to reverse that trade now. Like,
0: what's going on? Yeah. And we were mad about that trade <laughs> last year. We were. We hey, man, were... let Mike cook. Let Mike cook. <laughs> let the man cook. He's we- That chef's hat he's wearing? Something under there. Something under there. It's a large brain. Um, Can I just say, well, I want to say two things. One, in my defense of never having seen The Simpsons, can I just (laughs) tell people what it enables? Yes. Every time somebody quotes The Simpsons to me, it's new. Mm. I get to experience it for the first time every time. That's true. (laughs) Instead of these jokes that are verging on 40 years old, I hear them, and I'm like, "That's what if what what a what a witty bon mot." I'm so glad I get to hear that for the first time, and I want to you, you make probably that last also as long you as probably also
1: have like gone through life assuming that your um collection of friends are like 15 percent cleverer than they actually are, because so much friend, like of of humor for our generation is regurgitation of Simpsons quotes, maybe the big Lebowski. Like it's all a very, uh, it's all a very sort of unimaginative
0: cycle. Okay. Here's the thing. I just want to cast your memory back, Alan Smith. The year was 2016. The pitcher was Zach Britton.
1: The, uh, far right unlikely candidate for president who had no chance to win but was continuing to put his foot in his mouth with, his, with embarrassing gaffes was Donald Trump.
0: Look, we all remember <laughs> we all remember Ted Cruz. Oh no, oh dear. <laughs> um okay. Can I just remind you of what Zach Britton's stats were that year? He saved for us 47 Games Mm. In 67 innings, he gave up only one home run. He pitched to a whip of 0.8. And do you know what his earned run average on the season was? And he did pitch a full season. 0.54. Wow. Do you know what his pitch arsenal was?
1: That means he was giving up a run on average at one every 18 appearances.
0: Uh, yes. Yes. Wow. He, gave up, he gave up, in fact, only four earned runs the entire season. Wow. In 67 innings. Do you know what his pitch arsenal was? Two? Sinker. Yeah. <laughs> slider. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Two pitches. Who does that remind you of? But here's the, but here's the thing.
1: Britain as exciting and as compelling as that season was, had a little bit of the old pedigree. I mean, he was somebody uh, <laughs> who we thought, like, was probably going to be a prospect, baller. sheen. a little prospect <laughs> sheen. Like, it, it's, it, it is not, I'm not here to tell you that a reliever cannot have, cannot continue to have a hot streak like Yanir Cano's so far last for an entire season. Boy, would that be amazing! I am here to tell you that I don't think I can come up with an example of a more like diamond from the rough uh, uh, player to yes. go from like you know journeyman quad A uh, also included in a trade. The man is 29 years old.
0: That yeah. is like yeah. That is like late prospect stuff if anything (laughs) you know what it's like it's like uh you remember you remember our old friend brian mattis i do just speaking of lefties of yore orio lefties of yore um which is the title of a very sad concept album i um Um, i
1: i I just i just recently went on a very short trip to the dominican republic um and uh um when um the house that I was Scouting staying short at. Scouting shortstops? The house that I was staying at. Oh my gosh, the, is it baseball mad nation. They're just like, <laughs> we drove by 17 different baseball teams, full compounds there. But the house I was staying at was four doors down from uh, the gigantic mansion that Big Poppy built for himself to retire in. And uh, I um, did, in fact, stand outside. Big Poppy was not there um, and declare it officially. Brian Mattis's house because he owns everything <laughs> that Dave big poppy ever tried
0: to do. So you have predicted exactly where I was going with this. <laughs> it's like it's it's as though Brian Yanir Cano's season equals Brian Mattis if the only batter he ever faced <laughs> was David Ortiz. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because because there's Mattis too who look. Other than you and I, Alan Smith, <laughs> nobody believed was ever going to amount to anything.
1: <laughs> well, that's, that's a shame. I had I a had penciled in for seven all-stars, but <laughs> what are you going to
0: do? <laughs> sure. Of course. <laughs> of course. Um, but it, it, that's what Yenier Cano is doing. Is it's as though he figured out whatever was going on in Brian Mattis' head when David Ortiz was in the batter's box. And he's just doing that to everyone it's it's wild and and he's i mean and he's and he's staring in
1: after the strikeouts and he's holding his poses I, yep. I i don't um i guess you know it it we we talked a little bit about uh at the beginning of of the season about how you know pitch clocks and timing and everything was going to um change the game for people in terms of confidence and in terms of like the mental game, because you can't think about what you're doing. You just have to get back up there and throw, and you can't worry about anything else. You just have to get back up there and throw. And it feels like Cano's season thus far has been one extended version of just like, you know Mm. what? It's working. I'm just going to keep doing it. (laughs) I'm going to keep doing it. Don't stop and think. I have a, I have a fear that, uh, that once he gets shelled once the wheels Mm -hmm. are going to come completely off this bus. Like this is just like a, like a, um, you know, a a confidence begets confidence begets confidence situation. And it's going to be allowed to continue up until the moment that it doesn't because I don't, Mm -hmm. I mean, who knows, but you have to suspect that, uh, that at some point someone's going to get a, you know, even just lucky, going to get a barrel on that ball, and it's going to go a long way. And the really interesting thing for me is going to be what's the next outing like after that yeah. for Cano? Yeah. Because and is you know a, he's he, is is he a front runner? Is he someone who is like really good when he, when he's up and and he's dominating, or is he someone who has actually unlocked a different level of talent and confidence? And this is something that can continue.
0: Yeah. Well, and a sad thought that I just had when you said that is <laughs> that the person who eventually gets to him is probably going to be Kevin Pilar, which is <laughs> just so <Damn> frustrating. <laughs> I, when I, Kevin Pilar beat us the other night, day, night, whenever it was, I just thought, like, <laughs> this dude is still around. How? How are we still dealing with Kevin fucking Pilar? That's so annoying.
1: It's really annoying. that's so
0: annoying. It is really that's annoying. So annoying. Is really annoying. <laughs> how is how is it still Pilar? Um, also, it's either
1: going to be I, Pilar or it's going to be that dude who uh, almost broke camp with the Orioles and then went over to the Yankees and um, is bouncing up and down oh, between uh, French AAA. dressing. Yeah, Frenchy.
0: I just I want Kevin Pilar to retire so he can start his podcast with Kevin Millar. <laughs> This needs to happen. I'll the, tell you. The podcast I universe know. needs Kevin more than baseball does. That's right. That's right. The
1: Pilar and Malar cast. Pilar, how, what's, their, what's their celebrity name? Anyway, we can work on that later. Um, <laughs> so um, anything else we need to cover on this Yannir Cano explosion? Or is it just like, let's just see how far this thing goes. Oh, wait, do we want him to be the closer? because he picked up yeah, he's picked up three saves so far and they seem to all have been on days directly after Bautista pitched.
0: Yes, and they were all refreshingly non-heartburn inducing unlike <laughs> <laughs> when uh Felix takes the mound. I love Felix Bautista. I think he's awesome. I it's interesting what you said about worrying that Cano is like one rough outing away from the wheels coming off. That's my worry with Bautista is that I feel like as long as he can throw a hundred and as long as the splitter is working, he's going to get his share of strikeouts. But it's, I'm very hard pressed to think of a save that a clean save that he has gotten. And it's at the point where if he comes in and the Orioles are ahead by three, I'm like, he'll probably get us across the finish line if we're ahead by two, I'm like, he's very likely to get us across <laughs> the finish line. And if we're ahead by one, I'm like, anything could happen. Coin jaws. Um, And, like, I don't know. I just feel like his his ERA, it just always feels artificially low to me. I know it's under two, but it just seems like he's always in trouble. And not in the fun Darren O'Day way where he would, like, put guys on base just to, <laughs> just to see what fun way he could... <laughs> Weasel out of it, <laughs> that mustachioed scamp. <laughs> um, and and canoe. It's just everything is everything is no doubt. Like everyone just seems so mystified. And the thing is, I love the way this team is playing right now. But getting into the ninth inning with more than a one-run lead, those have actually been sort of few and far between recently. Yeah, and. That we are continuing to play well against very competitive teams, like the early returns of our our May of Reckoning are positive. I think, but we are a vastly improved team, and it's a feel good story and all those things. But our margin for error is very small, and I wonder how much long how long of a leash Bautista is going to have if he keeps walking, guys.
1: <laughs> this reminds me a little bit of like because you know there's a confidence issue on both ends, right? There's like the confidence issue of what happens to Bautista if you pull him out of the role. Is he still like, you know, does, does he fit then into the eighth inning is his, you know, like where, where do you put him? Is it better to just leave him in that position and use Cano in you know, do you do you believe in closers? This is another question. I don't think I do. I think I want Yanni or Cano to be pitching in sort of like the highest leverage situation in any of the sixth, seventh, eighth, or ninth inning. Like use him whenever you need to get three outs because he seems remarkably good at that. Um But you know, I I I think I'm um team, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Like there may come a day when this sort of heartburn experience from Bautista fully falls off the rails, but until that happens, I don't think you can make the move. Um, I, I think I think you have to see it a couple of times. I mean, there was that Atlanta Braves 10th uh, inning game where he's a wild pitch allowed the Braves guy to score, but like uh, that doesn't feel quite like he was getting shelled That feels like a guy started off on second and, uh, you know, got around.
0: Um, Yeah, that's true. And I mean, you know, I I do think for this team to make the playoffs, we have to be nails in every possible situation, including that absurd one. Like, I don't, you know, I think we have been through a lot of seasons with the Orioles where it's like, if you grade on a curve... uh, what we're doing is actually sort of impressive, and like what's been really exciting about this year is like we are actually winning games the way the big boys win the games um and that that for me was a moment where it was like, yeah, you can't really blame Batista for that one, and probably you know we wouldn't end up in that situation if you don't leave the bases loaded twice. twice. excuse me what what two thousand nineteen nonsense is this um but I did still feel like 2023 Orioles, if they are who we think they are, they got to figure out how to win that game instead of patting themselves on the back for being in it late. Um, That's true. That's true. Can I g- But but can I mean, on, on that point, they do have to figure
1: out how to win that game. But I think that the fact that we took three of six from the Braves and the Rays and in that had a legitimate chance, I think, to win certainly that game. And you can make an argument that we had a chance to win the other Braves game as well. Oh, Um, absolutely. Absolutely. We we were, you know, um, that there's a feeling of belonging that I think is unique in my memory of, well, maybe not quite unique, but it hasn't happened since sort of the uh, the Adam Jones height of the, you know, the, the, the Delman Young against the, the, um, uh, Tigers era Orioles where it felt like any team we played, we could, you know, you could take two out of three from anybody.
0: Yeah. And even then I, this could be revisionist history on my brain's part, but even then I feel like there was a lot of around the league in both the press and other teams of looking at the Orioles and going like, how are these scrappy nobodies doing it? Right. Whereas this year, it feels much more like people are like, no, that is a talented team. Like, C- certainly, certainly they don't in necessarily the have a breakout star, but yeah,
1: certainly yeah. in the battery. I don't, I don't know that um, I, I, I think our pitching staff is um, outperforming Pythagorean um, assumptions. But um,
0: why? Why? Whatever do you mean? <laughs> I choose to uh, only look at Dean Kramer's good outings. Yeah. But in the vein of what we've been discussing, here's my galaxy brain idea, Smith. All right. Are you ready? I'm ready. You give the closer's job to Cano. Okay. Felix Bautista, I agree, doesn't really make sense in any other context ex- except for closer, because it, you don't want him to do the hold in the eighth inning, because if he's going to blow the save in the ninth inning, he's going to blow the lead in the eighth. You don't want him to be your mop-up guy. That feels like a waste of the stuff. He can't throw multiple innings, so you can't put him in middle relief. You know what you do? He's your opener for Grayson Rodriguez starts. Because Grayson Rodriguez... (laughs) Can't pitch in the first. This is genius. (laughs) This is genius, Smith. Grayson Rodriguez, after the first inning, is like vintage Max Scherzer. (laughs) In the first inning, he's 2021-era Yanir Cano.
1: I... That so, is that is brilliant. That is brilliant.
0: You put Bautista on for the first inning. He comes out of the bullpen, just as the other team's trying to get comfortable in the box. Yeah. 101 mile an hour fastballs just exploding in the catcher's mitt. Uh, sl- like sliders diving in the dirt. And th- for the whole first inning, they're like, what is even happening? That's three outs. You just get him. Then
1: Grayson get him. gets four, five, six, and gets to kind of get into his rhythm a little bit. And uh, pitches two through eight, and then Cano comes in for the save.
0: I listen. Ha- there may have been better ideas, but I don't know if you could. Uh, yeah, there. call it into the league office, baby. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's do it, Mike. Mike, can you hear me under your chef's hat?
1: <laughs> I, I that's a that's a that's a perfect idea. I don't know what we do with him for the other starts, but I'm in.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I just think. Uh, the the really the the undertone of all of this is, as we were discussing a little bit a couple of episodes ago, the thing that we have this year that we've ne- we have not had in recent memory is margin for error. Yeah. Runway, a chance to like try different things out, you know, like the fact that we have been able to weather so far the unexpected demotion of Cole Irvin. Um, the under like severe underperformance of Gunnar Henderson, the mostly non-factor, with the exception of that one insane game against the Braves of Anthony Santander, the streakiness of Ryan Mountcastle, the the Batman um, dragons are eating Mountcastle alive. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, there are a lot of things that have not gone our way. And by and large, with the exception of maybe Jorge Mateo, who seems to be coming back to Earth a little bit, it doesn't even seem like, and I guess Cano, who we've been talking about, <laughs> it's its not as though we're being buoyed along by some artificially inflated uh, 2010 Ty wigginton type performance right. that is totally unsustainable. Um there is a real balance to this roster of a kind that, in our adult lifetime, Smith, I, I don't know, if <laughs> I don't know if we've seen. No, I
1: mean, and and then you include like there are, I, I can think of at least four or five guys, both bats and arms, who, you know, you make you're seeing a real case for why aren't they on the major league roster. You know, um, we've been, we've been playing a little bit of yo-yo with, uh, Stowers, but like, I don't know, like the, the, the prospect watch is exciting stuff. Um, and it does, it does feel like there are, uh, you know, everybody who is up right now has to keep an eye on the rear view mirror because there are a lot of people who are
0: closing in. Um, Dude, Jordan Westberg is not banging on the door. He is like Jack Nicholson in The Shining, axing <laughs> the door. Yeah. Like, he wants to be there. Colton Kowser wants to be there. And I mean,
1: I know it's against um, single A and double or, you know, lower level um, uh, uh, stuff, but um, our number one draft pick, doesn't seem like he's going to be kept down
0: for long. Oh, Jackie Jack! Yeah, Jackie Jack and his flowing locks. Um, and yeah, we're
1: also we're also at risk of wo- being like a real hair team.
0: Oh, we're for, we are for sure a hair team. Yeah, we are for sure a hair team. That's really interesting. When um, was the last time we were? A hair? I don't think I've ever. I don't think I've ever rooted for a hair team before. Probably like the seventies. <laughs>
1: Right. Because Adley, I Do you mean, know? Adley's a hair guy.
0: He's a hair guy. He's a hair Donner's guy. A DL hair Hall.
1: DL. Kramer. The DL's aforementioned a hair man bun Kramer.
0: Kramer, arguably the ringleader.
1: <laughs> Cedric's a hair guy. That's true. Huh. That's rec- uh, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm in li- live time. You're watching me recalibrate my assumptions about this team. <laughs>
0: Stowers. Stowers is a hair guy. Wow. Although Stowers may need to cut the hair or something. I <laughs> That. I love Kyle Stowers' energy, but my man is (laughs) overmatched. All right. He's all right. He's all right. He'll be all right. He'll be all right. That's the thing, right? There have been so many times in recent seasons where we would bring up a Kyle Stowers and be like, good news, everyone. The future has arrived. Guess you got to just watch him grind it out uh, because we don't have any better options. Right now, if Kyle Stowers doesn't start hitting soon... Welcome back to Norfolk, my friend.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, and the Gunnar Henderson struggles. He's seeing the ball really well. He's getting some bad luck on balls in play. He's drawing a lot of walks still. Like, it doesn't feel like um, he's lost. It feels like he's, you know, trying to find his footing. Um, But the fact that we can let him him continue to get Major League at-bats while also Major League wins is is pretty exciting
0: yeah well uh it's too bad we couldn't find anything to complain about this week smith i don't i feel weird
1: (laughs) um let's see there's got to be something in there Um, well
0: nothing about baseball i have a complaint for you
1: i have a complaint for you why in god's name have we not rolled the brinks truck up at Casa de Rutschman and just dumped cascades of cash on that man's lawn. Yeah. Uh, That's a good question. That seems to be the Um, thing. That seems to be the thing that baseball teams are doing right now. You know, like the the young, um, no doubt talents who have had between a season and two seasons of actual proof positive that they are who they think we think they were are getting 10 year. Silly money.
0: <laughs>
1: yep. Uh, yep. And, and, you know, I, Rushman is, la- I think last, not last night, cause we're recording on Friday, but on Wednesday, I think he broke a, maybe it was Tuesday, but he broke like an O for 19 streak. Um, And I was shocked that he was over 19. It didn't feel like that. Not only because he scattered 17 walks <laughs> in between those 19 at bats, but also because like he affects the game. In so many ways, like throwing the guy out at third, like in the bottom of the 11th or whatever the hell that was against the Braves, like dude is still so valuable on so many
0: different ways. Pay the man, his money. Pay him the money. My hope is so Elias seems like a practical dude. And with the caveat that there's the whole unresolved ownership situation, et cetera, et cetera. I have to think that if you look around the league right now, to me, one of the biggest storylines of this year is, look at all the money the Mets spent on old bastards, and it's not been able to get them very far. Look at all the money the Yankees have spent on old bastards. It's not been able to get them very far. Look at what the Braves have done, invest in their core. The Braves are going to be terrifying for the next eight years. That seems to be the wave of the future, and I feel like Elias wants to be, I feel like he sees that. So what needs to happen is obvious. He's Good. seasoning the onions. Good. He's seasoning the onions. All right. I believe it. Back it up. Well, Smith, I think, you know, as we come to a close here, there's, there's one remaining question on my mind. <laughs> um, and uh, that question is this. Um, what do you call former Orioles outfield prospect Henry Urudia when he is uh, Michael Elias' sous chef in the kitchen and they are making a rich, luscious pot of Italian gravy. Italian gravy. I feel like that's a key. I don't know. Uh, you would call him Henry Ragu Rudia. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Cravy. Of course. Of course. <laughs> well, uh on that marvelous note, uh <laughs> let's have fun against the Pirates this weekend. Should be an interesting one. Another team that I feel like has some really Orioles vibes right now. Um Yeah, although they're coming off they're coming off a bit of a skid, so yeah. it'll be interesting to see what we do. Well,
1: hopefully uh we can steal all of their remaining magic and keep it for our own.
0: <laughs> Very piratical of us. <laughs>
1: Baltimore